Hmm. Hello and welcome to Sobertown. I am King13, joining you on this beautiful day in Miami. It is Tuesday in January and we are halfway through the, well, the first month of the new year. Got to say, it's been an interesting one. I was just thinking um, before I get into my podcast today, I've just turned one year and the lady that I am about to interview today is also coming up to that. So we're just going to start off having a brief little discussion about that before we get into things. Um, I just want to give you guys a shout out to, um, if you're here, which you obviously are, take a look around Sobertown. Um, it's really a one-stop shop for everything to do with sobriety, whether you're looking for books, uh, whether you want to listen to some really brave stories, which is what I'm going to be doing today. And also, you know, just, just to keep you in touch, get, get connected with the I Am Sober community. It's an app that we all belong to. It's just provided so much support and friendship for all of us, and it can happen for you too. So you are not alone. This is our message, and we hope that whatever we chat about today that you can resonate with. And today I have waited for this guest. <laughs> I'm patient, but gee, she's a hard one to nail. Let's tell you, <laughs> she's VIP of this community. You can't get a date with her. You cannot get a date. Book early. Um, she's. I was thinking about her today, and the one the one word that came to mind is colourful. <laughs> because when I was drinking, my life was very grey and um, you could not meet this lady in, and see her gorgeous face and just listen to her voice and know that she has just this un, unrequented energy. It's, it's very unique and it's just, she's a laugh a minute. She keeps you going. She just, she, she brightens my time, my day, every day. Love it a bit. And um, I'm just, that wasn't much of an introduction. I should probably keep going because you deserve more and more and more. But it, it is our wonderful peanut. I am so freaking happy. How are you? Yay! Oh, and the crowd wow. are wild. I need to uh, put that on a recording. And so every morning when I'm seeing the darkness, I'm like, oh, I hate myself. You're like, oh, just put King on. Yeah, um, just put King you. on. There you go. How are you? It's so good to have you. Um, You know, I'm... Up and you know me, I'm up and down. That yeah. uh, we just came through that full moon, the wolf, full wolf moon. Oh yeah, you actually did yeah. the post. You did a beautiful post yes. on. Yes, um, I did. You know, I'm a Cancer moon, so the full moon. Um, I'm a Taurus. We laugh about the astrology. I know I'm a Taurus. So we've got um, Venus in retrograde, Mercury, Mercury in retrograde, full moon. So I'm an emotional wreck. So I, I will probably be up and down and all around, and that's why you'll have to keep. Oh, and that's what makes you ever so interesting. Listen, you know what, Dolly, you know and I know there's a lot of characters out there. And this is really, really good for, like, getting to know the world. Just get on IAS. There's something for everyone. You'll meet all different personalities. And that's what makes us all tick. And, you know, I have met, as I said, probably some of the most intelligent people I've ever met in my life. Who would have thought? Because that stigma is just non-comprehendable what? People used to sort of look like, it looks like all of us, you know, and people we know and people we don't know. But anyway, that's just, oh, and it's such a relief to know that we're not alone. Yes, go on. So go on, sweetie. It is. And I think, you know, um, when Drifter had first mentioned to me about, you know, do a podcast piece, and <laughs> I said, I said, well, why, you know, why would anybody want to hear a thing I have to say? And like, fuck you. And, you know, I, <laughs> like he says, you know, there's a point where some of the stories I have, people won't believe anyway. So, right. you know, kind of that old devil on the shoulder. Oh, those are lies. You know, don't I don't believe a word you say, you know. So I think as addicts and people who have battled with any kind of mental health or any kind of vice that, you know, we've been told our whole lives were bullshit. 
You know, don't trust yourself. Don't believe this or that. Um, don't be too much. Um, don't be too crazy. Um, you know, what's wrong with you? Um, we're so kind of, and I grew up in the 90s where we were so much our identity. You know, um, we were classified by everything. How, you know, how fat are you? How skinny? How pretty? How much money? You know, all the things we don't talk about now, that's how you were identified. Yeah. And, um, and that's what I was kind of thinking. I was trying to think this morning. I said, you know, I'm very prepared. If I do a rewired, you know, you know me, I overprepare for all my degrees. I was on top of my shit for all the, you know, running my home, running my husband's businesses, you know, but I was like, I'm not going to prepare today because I want to be authentic for me. And, and I said, and, and frankly, I can't pull shit over on her because she's seen me from day one to day, whatever, I'll be, I'm three fifties, what is it, six or something? Oh, it matters. Um, oh, it matters. <laughs> and, you know, it's strange because 359, hello. 359, hello, yes. Jesus. Yes, congratulations, um, yes, go on. And, you know, the thing, the whole thing about this is I wasn't ready, not because I thought I was the shit and like, oh my God, I like, I'm so good. Like what the hell? It was more that we talk about, you know, with any kind of addiction, I just hated myself. Yeah. You know, exactly. and I, I mean, and I still do to a certain extent and I want, I mean, I want to do the roses and, you know, I want to shit some rainbows mm-hmm. out on you today, but you know, the darkness is still there. And like mm-hmm. we say with that full moon, you know, it really illuminates the dark parts that you can't really see, you know, and I kind of thought, you know, getting sober was going to be a cure-all, you know, um, just like losing mm-hmm. weight, right? We lose weight. We look fucking great. We're perfect. You know, no. <laughs> Um, and, and, you know, I battled with substances and mental health my whole fucking life. Mm-hmm. Um, my father was a hardcore drinker. Um, my family members, he's been sober now for 25 years. Um, but we're, you know, they're big catastrophizers, you know, they're still together, but you know, it's always like, well, you may have it fucked up, but you know, there's a guy over here who, you know, did all these <laughs> crazy things to his family and lucky you weren't his daughter, you know? And I'm like, well, Jesus, man, like. I don't want to be that, you know, and I thought that, you know, getting sober or at least not drinking, you know, um, I quit doing hard drugs. Um, I still partake in the THC. So for a lot of people, if you do marijuana or if you even do drugs that your shrink tells you to do, you're not clean. And that was hard for me to fit in because Mm -hmm. I felt like, and I told you before that my pendulum swings so far and from doing so many drugs all the time to coming to almost nothing, just the, mm-hmm. just the weed yeah. was huge. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. and, but people, you know, they want you to slip in the box again, right? They want you to hit your identity. Well, what kind of, what kind of sober person are you, you know? And so then there's the identity thing. Again. So I went from, you know, being defined as a party girl, um, you know, all the drugs, all the things to now I'm going to get sober. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. You know, do I go to AA? You know, I'm like Polly says, I'm a recovering Catholic. You know, my mother's the Irish yeah. Catholic. My father's the, you know, the Methodist Scott and holy fuck, they're different. Right. Oh my God. You said, you know? and so I thought I was pretty special by putting down the drink, but you know, I go to see my folks and my dad, who's been 25 years sober and he was a hardcore motherfucker. I wanted to be him. The reason why I'm here, you know, um, and he, he'd say, well, did you, did you quit smoking the shit? But he called it the hoochie. Did you quit the hoochie? Yeah. You yeah, know, so and I was like, hoochie, hoochie. What you yeah, call the hoochie. No, mom called it wacky tobacco. That's even better. That's yeah. And funny. I was like, well, first of all, we don't call it hoochies. Like that's something. Yeah. I was going to say. Um, 
But, you know, and it was, it was never good enough, you know? And I think that's like, we talk about like the Tara Brock with the worthiness, you're never good enough. And so in partying and substances, I found an identity, you know, I found a crew that accepted me. They didn't give a fuck what I looked like. They didn't care who I was. How old? Let's go back. How old? What are we talking? Like, are we talking? I mean, I definitely, I mean, I had my first drink probably fucking five or six. I mean, I have a picture of, you know, my family's a boating family. I have a picture and I'll try to find it. I didn't want to like fuck my mom up by asking her for it, but I think I'll get the picture. It's a picture of me on the boat and I'm in a bikini, but I'm not developed. And I developed in probably fifth or sixth grade. So I must've been, you know, um, if my daughter is almost nine and she's in third grade, I had to have been in fifth or fourth grade. Right. And I'm on the boat with the bikini, with the beer, and I'm chugging the fucking beer. I mean, obviously, I mean, it's a picture, but I'm thinking that's fucked up. I would never let my bug chug a fucking beer at whatever age. And, you know, my mom worked nights. She went to school. She got her RN. She worked nights. And my dad has always been hard fucking core. And so when she, she worked nights, he had the parties, you know, and we were always there. And all the crazy shit went on during that time. Right. I was going to say that time. Of the That's ride. the time. And so then when I kind and I was never like my family. You know, so I was calling like I was a psychedelic sheep. You know, I wasn't the black sheep. I was fucking psychedelic, you know. Told you colors. See, there you go, you know, and you're my high def, you know. So my high def, not high def, high def. Um, but yeah, you know, and I think back and I've thought a lot of, and like I told you guys, I thought a lot of my trauma was self-caused while I was an addict, you know, Mm -hmm. doing Mm -hmm. all the drugs, partying all the time, blacking out, you know, making cocktails in my brain putting, you know, putting myself with people who could give a fuck about me, you know, and all the fucked up things you could ever imagine happened. But, you know, when I, I did that, you know, I've gone to the psychotherapy, um, I've done meds, I've gone to, you know, religious healing, shamans. I mean, I've done it all. I've done the sprint try to get healthy, you know, and go exercise. And I just couldn't get my shit right. And I was sure that, you know, I was going to be, again, identified by my trauma. You know, there I am, you know, all these, who are you? Well, let me tell you all the fucked up things that made me who I am, you know? And, and so when I was thinking like, what do I tell Deb? Like, I mean, do I tell her the whole fucking life story? And like, I told you before, like, I don't want to tell you all my trauma stories. Like, fuck, you know, them all already, you know, but, but I don't. I that's where you're wrong. I don't. Yeah. You know, I know, that, the, I know the heading of the chapter, but I don't know what's in it. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing, you know, like we say, how many people, how many stories do you really know? I don't know your story. Well, no, that's true. It's true. And a lot of the time I think we think there's always somebody worse off that needs to say it. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, I've, I've accepted it. So, and I do divulge stuff over time. I really do. Um, a lot more even lately. And people have commented on that, but it's not that exciting. <laughs> well, and I don't really know, like, you know, I'm, I don't, I mean, and I think it's one of those things, like, I don't really want to talk about sobriety all the time. But I'm starting yeah, no. to become, I'm becoming a, a person point. who does. Okay, let's just go back to that one year thing because you're going to be at next year. Okay. Uh, next year. Sorry, next week. God, <laughs> did. I'm still coming into 2022. And I just hit the one year. And I didn't want to be, you know, writing up build up because I knew a lot of people had said to me, be careful. Just, and then maybe for you guys, it is all great overall, overall, but these sort of things come out of the blue and it doesn't have to just be one year. So I'm sort of like at the calm after the storm because everybody, God bless them, made a big deal out of it and I was trying to sail through. And it had been a build-up. 
Now, having said that, I've recharged and I, I had to do something. I had to step away from the devices yesterday for a day. And it's really hard to do. It's really hard to do because we can get addicted to sobriety, just like you said. And, and I, I did think- last year. I was addicted to down the rabbit hole 24-7. Well, and, and that's okay. When but you finally, and I know that I'm not trying to like cheese out right now, but I think when you finally. No, 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 find but there's got to, you know, you've got to get something for you. You've got to have yeah, time you, out. It's a when lot. you find people that actually do, I hate to say understand you because it's so much, it's one of the gals in our breakout yesterday said. No, it's just, it's that. It's, um, it, it's like you have a heart. They get it, they get it. It's it's like a heart connection you have. Like yeah. people will understand you fucking for once. Like you can literally show up, no bra, looking fucked up, <laughs> sob, you know, if you, you know, whatever. Just go fucking crazy, flip out. And then they go, hey, thanks for coming, peanut. You know, and you go, oh my God, they hate me. I'm fucking psycho. And then they go, hey, we loved having you there. Would you come next week? And you go, oh my God, everybody hates me. I'm fucking a freak show, you know, and all these weird self-fulfilling prophecies and all the messages from your past identities. And then you right. find IAS, so you don't really want to give them up. And then nobody in your real life understands, you know, they're like, Jesus, get the fucking phone out of your face. But it's like, <laughs> you don't understand me. So fuck you, you know, like... <laughs> And of course, I, don't I, I, I knew I, I was going to say to you, I was going to say it took you 15 seconds to swear, which I'm very proud of you because I thought it was going to be about eight. Okay. This is, this is good. Cause I've got the swear jar. This is your space to say and do what you will, my love. It's, it's, it's you and it's raw and unedited and we're not professional. We have two women who now have some time under our belt and I'm experiencing different things and we will, as we go along, we will. You know, the quit lid stuff and all that. It's And Polly and I were talking about this. It's getting put down more. Now I have to work on the cross addictions like eating, like the weight I've put on, like the stuff I really don't want to work on. Yeah. <laughs> the physical, because, you know, that's part of it too, isn't it? Well, and I think we don't talk about the overwhelm. You know, you just focus so hard on don't pick it up. But, right. you know, then it was like, you got to get the quit lick and you got to listen to the podcast and you got to go to your Zoom. Every single Zoom. Yep, yep, and yep, I've got to yep, see yep. all my shrink team and I've got to get on my meds. <laughs> I've got to start, you know, I've got to start, you know, working spiritually and meditating. And then I've got to reach out and make friends <laughs> on Telegram and like answer Karina's freaking email. And then you know, it's so much to try to right. be human, to try to go, be fucking human. And then you ladies who've got children have to go, and now I have to be a mom and a, do you know what I mean? All that on top of it. Like, I, I don't have to. Well, and, and your husband wants to get laid. <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but it's like, you know, I'm I'm pretty much the mom. You know, I'm not working here. And so my thing is to right. hold my family right. up. Right. Same. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? And it's a, it's a motherfucker when all you want to do is get high all the time. You know, and, and seriously, and you well, know, yeah. I don't, no, it's it's not fair. It's no, right. it's, it's and like I know you said it was like gray, and I, I was thinking, you know, for me, it it was like a blur. Like I don't even really remember what the fuck happened. Existing, not yeah, you're just existing through. Yeah, it. and then it's like you know when I started to get the flashes, you know, and then I started to have all the weird shit coming up, and I'd have meditations and these memories, and I'd be like, whoa, and I knew I couldn't ask my mom. You know, because she's Irish Catholic. She's not going <laughs> to tell me shit. 
You know, um, I knew I couldn't really ask my dad because yeah. I'm sure he may have may or not known, but he was fucked up. And my brother will protect will protect the code for life. He's firstborn. You know, so I said, you know, now I'm coming to this point. So I'm talking to my shrink. You know, what am I going to do? Help me. You know, help me. I thought getting sober would save me, you know, and well, no, because now you're going to get all the tests you've avoided for fucking 35 years. I mean, I guess I, I haven't been drinking for okay, 30 years. Okay. Let's pretend 15 is when I started hitting it hard. I think I probably fucked around and stole booze from, you know, whenever the fuck it, I could until 15, but I think 15 around that middle school, high school is when shit popped off, you know? How the heck did you get into that photo with a glass in your hand with nobody even, did they know? Oh, they thought it was funny. They thought it was oh, they cute. Thought, My oh, parents took the picture. Okay. Isn't she cute? Well, I mean, and that's fucked up. Did they that's take it off up. you after the picture or you just drank it? <laughs> you know, I'm sure I had some sips, right? I mean, I yeah, don't know. Well, I don't really remember. Yeah. Again, like we said, I don't remember a lot of shit. And I don't know if that's because it's stuffed in my trauma boxes or because I did a lot of drugs. I don't know. Um, but I know that picture. And so it's like, I want to use that as like, you know, Karina says, use the picture of the little girl. And I've mm. got some pictures, but my eyes are so sad. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like I like when, you know, when I said I went to my shrink and she said, you know, you're done with me, babe. You're fine. But you need to go get, you know, a, another therapist to fix your brain. I said, so I'm not sorry. You breaking up with me. Like, you know, remember how upset I was? I was like, my shrink I've known since I had bugs fucking she broke up with me. She says I'm, I, she can't help me anymore. What the fuck? And so she said, I want you to go get some EM, EMDR. And that's that eye movement rapid desensitization. And you basically close your eyes, you go into a deep meditative state. Well, they don't really do that anymore. Um, it's a way that they use, to, it's a technique that's not psychotherapy, um, where, you know, where psychotherapy basically came out of World War II. They got the veterans and they, they were having PTSD. So they thought if they talked about it, it would help them. Well, guess what? It doesn't fucking help. When you dredge up trauma and shit, it makes you fucked up. And so my husband, who's completely anti-therapy, he said, well, you know, fucked up people want to go to therapy to just talk about shit, and not do anything about it. Hmm. Okay. So I said, well, that's interesting. So I go and I find the woman, my shrink that I've had for eight years. Um, and I've gone on it, but I've been fucked up with her the whole time. And she's never once said, you know, go get therapy. You know, I remember I tried to do that breath work thing. I had a fucking mental breakdown. I had, I thought I had a seizure. I mean, all these weird things keep happening. And I'm going, this is impossible because I'm not using, you know, if I'm doing a ton of drugs and having seizures and dropping out, mm-hmm. fucked up, mm-hmm. that makes mm-hmm. sense, right? But if I'm sober and all this weird shit's happening, why is it happening? Um, my back got fucked up when I was training for a triathlon um, or a sprint tribe. And so I went, so this is the story of a year. I'll come back to all the brain spotting and fucked up shit. But the story of the year goes like this. In 2018, I tried to quit drinking and using drugs because I fell out at a concert with my daughter. I fell out and I almost got escorted out, but I managed to get myself up and run out in front of the security guard with my daughter and my husband running after me. Okay. I was in the car and that day I thought I was going to die. And I remember being in the car and almost deciding to live because my daughter was asleep. We didn't even get to see the show that we had spent fucking 200 something dollars on. And my husband kept telling me that I dropped out because we didn't have any Coke that night. And if we would have had cocaine, I probably would have been able to make it through the show. And I was pretty pissed at myself that I didn't make that a priority, you know, to enjoy the show. You know, you got to get your fucking cocaine. 
you know, mm-hmm. how fucked up are you? And we're going and we're all, you know, but hey, we used to go to shows and do a bunch of acid and pills and all the other shit. So, right. It's okay that you just go with coconut, you know, whiskey. So I'm in the car and I never really know if I was seizing or dry heaving or what. But I've always been a puker, and that's probably from bulimia back in the day. But I remember puking and seizing and thinking I could probably make the choice to die tonight. Like, if I just release myself and didn't fight anymore, tonight could maybe be the night, you know? And I would release everybody from the burden of me. And I wouldn't have to fight these demons anymore, you know? And I just looked over and Bubs was asleep, and I said, you cannot die in the fucking car. He's driving. He's fucked up. I'm in the back. If I die right now, I mean, he's going to have a wreck. She's in the car. You know, I've got to wait to fucking die till I get home, you know? And like I said the other day on the Zoom in rewiring your brain, you know, I suck at suicide. I've, I've planned and positioned many times. I can never get it done. And, and yeah. And, you know, I think alcohol and drug use is like we've always said, you know, that societally slow, accepted suicide. Mm -hmm. And it was a way for me to get the job done without doing the job, you know, and it's the cowardly way to do the cowardly thing, you know? And so I got home that night and I lived and we still chastised how fucking much I suck. And I was a fucking drop, you know, you dropped out of the show, you fucking suck. Like you're, you lose your party credentials once you drop out of the the show. Right. Um, Again, very fucked up. You know, we've always had the jokes that, you know, my nickname's Final Destination. You know, we used to joke about the rip, the Reaper. Remember, you know, oh, there's, yeah, yeah, there's the, re- yeah. the Reaper and that bitch standing over in the corner waving, having you know, talking shit about me. So I've got to go over and talk to them and then I can't win. You know, it's like being in, a, in a, an abusive family, right? Uh, the, the mind psychoses. And so that was in 2018. Um, there's many other cases in between that to when I decided to get sober. Um, there were nights that my husband and I used to get fucked up downstairs. She'd be up asleep up here and we, it would be some bad shit. And like I told you now, um, where we're at in Colorado, like uh, we're telling all the kids go get fentanyl test kits because kids go out and want to party, do some Coke and the shit's fucked mm. up and they die. And so like I told everybody last week, I said, I can't really even go back to having fun because I'll probably die, you know? And mm. I remember standing in the basement, um, with my husband and, uh, just saying, well, fuck, you know, think we're going to die and like she's going to find us or something and like then she goes to foster care or one of our fucked up families like well that's and we know what happens there you know and but it was like our our identity you know we're party we're the party family we're all that um that's who I was um and so that's the hard part of sobriety I didn't know who I was um before because I've been under the influence my whole life so like I always say to Polly, like, who am I? Like, I don't know, you know, find your old self. Who the fuck? I don't know, you know? So that's why I think this is why the IAS community was so real because the first Zoom I came to, I was like this crying and and I was probably more crazy and screaming and shit, you know, but and it was, I got it. Um, Dom and sorry, husband and Felice went to um, the mountains to ski with his family. And, you know, I don't do them. So I said, okay. And I was like, I'm going to get on the Zoom. I'm going to get on the Zoom. Look at me go. And I got on the Zoom and I got on the break. I got in a breakout. My first breakout ever. I asked him, I was sweating, you know, me crying, <laughs> fucking crazy. Dude, you know? we all were a bit, yeah. yeah. And it was, I got Drifter, Fresh, 
coach and Helen Nice. in my first Zoom. And we were all crying. We had a breakdown and that was it. <laughs> and I think that's what started changing things is when I went against what old peanut did. You know, kind of like the Costanza and in Seinfeld, you know, goes and says, I'm going to do everything opposite of what I really want is life goes great, you know, and Bryce. that was a thing for me um, because I will. All, and I and I was asking myself this morning, like, well, what are you going to tell people, dude? Like, you got to you know, there's got to be some hope, you know, and, you know, and I want to tell people like I love myself again. Yay. Do I No. Um, is the black you know, hole there? Yourself. Yeah. You know, I think in time, um, I can tell you, I don't hate myself and I don't want to die today, you know? And, um, I know, um, like I was posting, we always, you know, I have the drop the bomb, but I know I can't take one more fucking sip because if I do, I'll go get the bag and it will be fentanyl and I'll be dead in the basement. My daughter will find my body and she'll be my age trying to pick up the fucking pieces because I didn't protect her. And that's what sobriety gives you, you know, it gives you the chance to protect people you love. Yeah. And maybe yourself, maybe you're protecting yourself, you know, from your own pain by being sober. I don't know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And awareness is everything. You're aware that you're doing this. And that's, that's the strength you have now compared to a year ago. You don't realize how far you've come until you have to. Yeah, you know, and I, um, I just have to show you this. So my mom, before I uh, fucked up my back and ended up in the hospital, my mom gave me the book Blackout. Um, I don't know if you've read it. I'll find it. Um, I have it over here. Hold on. Oh, sorry about that. Here I come back. A nice little collection there. Sorry, glitch. Okay, Blackout. Yeah. This is Blackout, Sarah Hepalock. Sarah Hepalock, yeah. My mom gave me the book. We change, but we trade books. That one was definitely a message. Um, I mean, it's a fucking intense book. If you haven't read it, highly recommend it, or I'll send it to you. And, you know, my dad's been sober for 25 years, and um, he went cold turkey, just done. You know, he's a military guy. He's a boomer. You know, they did whatever the fuck they wanted when they wanted I'm done drinking, fuck it, over it, you know? Um, And she sent me this cool card. And it says, there's no journey more satisfying than the one from wondering if you can to realizing you just did. Right. You know, and and I think it's, you know, I mean, I was weepy this morning um, because I didn't know how much I'd tell or what things I'd say or, you know, how much I wanted to bring to the forefront, but I'm also weepy because this is cathartic. This is huge for me, um, to really shine the dark, you know, shine the light on the darkness. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, and I have to be honest with you, I did not think about flaking on you this morning, which I'm surprised (laughs) of. I was sure I was going to fuck you off, you know? So I was like, I, I, I wouldn't have been surprised, but that's okay. You didn't. And that's the main thing. Yeah. So you know, what That's do progress, I, babe. What, progress. Do, what do I attribute the last year to? Um, you know, I tried the exercise thing. I thought I was going to be a famous sprint triathlete, you know, I was I'm, just not, so, I'm a stoner, no, you know, no, you, like you and I are against the grain. I just, I've just got no motivation to exercise and that's, yeah. it's just, it's harder when you're bigger. All oh, the manatees are out there having a lovely time today. That's a, that's a, a theopony. And that's a sign from above um, showing using animals. My mom calls it a theopony. Oh, it's beautiful. They're just gliding yeah. through. Um, but um, you know, yes, no, we, 
No, we're talking about the eating and stuff. The okay, yeah. Addictions. So, Bloody cross addictions. Yeah, good on you. I got oh, one. Pro- so, you know, I, I thought that, again, if my body was tight and I was perfect, I would be fine. The mental would come along, you know. And there were parts where I thought, you know, when I, when I had my daughter, I thought, you know, I'm psychotic because I have postpartum. I had severe postpartum, but once that cleared up, she said, oh, honey, you've got severe depression. And then mm. you've got this and this and this and this and this, mm. did mm. you know, mm. you know? And then I said, holy fuck. And then, so, you know, I've been working with her on and off, but I've been using like a motherfucker. She knew I was the whole time, you know? Um, and she never once told me like, you have to get sober. We have to do this. We have to do that. She just heard it. You know, she took my bullshit, you know? And then when she broke up with me, she said, you've got to get your brain fixed. When so she said, broke up with me. Yeah. And so, and you know, I've had dentists break up said, with me. I've had doctors break up with me, no, jobs, is, you know, but not a shrink, you know, like honey, I'm a cash cow, you know, I'll fucking fill your pockets for years, babe. I've got so much shit. Um, but so, I mean, I show, you must see that she's a good psychotherapist, right? If she's like, go, go away, you know, um, go throw your money at somebody else. I'll help you. Um, your wings, yeah. So I did. And um, she did brain spotting. And that is a fellow by the name of David Grant. That's his, his system, which is the sister to EMDR. And so essentially what it is, is they go in to, well, they don't go in, but you know, they use deep meditation. It's almost a trance-like state. Um, she works, she walks you through these steps. You have your eyes closed and essentially, and you know, I mean, you, you know, people, when you have your eyes closed, your eyes do things. They point mm-hmm. to regions in your brain, you know, just like right. if someone's lying, they're probably doing a boom when they're yep. thinking about yep. shit, they're up here, you know, you know, that's me. And so as you go in and and she reads through now, I don't know if she had a light or not. um, But I mean, I went through some crazy and it sounds, I mean, you're going to be like, holy, again, I wasn't on drugs. Now, again, if you would have told me I ate a bunch of acid and pills and alcohol and weed, and this is why this happened, I would totally be like, fine. I believe (laughs) that. But this, I was stone cold, baby. I mean, I went through shakes, um, tears, perfume sweating spasms um teeth shit like this i mean it was the most releasing crazy fucking thing i've ever been through now i had an emergency c-section with my daughter um i almost died um i was uh they put so many drugs in me i was paralyzed from the waist down for like 15 hours it was fucking crazy all right and i've done a lot of drugs i've been up on you know in and out of astral planes but this was insane okay this was insane so i did with her i did um you know after the first session was about an hour and a half i was euphoric i haven't felt that good in years but you know what stuff comes up these memories things come up you know the 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 ways you start to release this trauma identifies to her where the trauma is what it is so i said to her after the first session i said do you know what happened to me and she said, I have a pretty good idea, but you know, and, and it was always kind of the one more, it kind of, it was funny. Cause she'd always say one more session, which is kind of like an addict. One more, one more hit mm-hmm. of acid, mm-hmm. one more shot, one more line, one more puff off the glass stick, you know? And so it's one of those things that it was ironic. So I was pretty euphoric after that first one. Remember I was like, I'm healed. Everything's great. <laughs> I just love life. And then it was like, the, oh, next session, the next session I was fucked up. Things oh. came up, these memories, which, which validated memories I had meditating, remember? And then validated the breathwork session I had, which were three separate instances, three separate people, boom. And that's when, remember, I said to you guys, I said, you know what? I think the only person I can trust here is myself. Right. 
Only I know these fucking answers. And so what do I do now? Because, you know, I'm a searcher. I'm like you. I need to know all the things. You know, that's why catalysis didn't work. And the thing is that they are unraveling themselves organically. They're just not doing it when we want it to. But they are. They are. And like Viv always says, um, you know, and she got from her sober coach, the big thaw. You know, I thought once I started yes, exactly. yeah. and using drugs and fighting that up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Yeah, oh. I started to level off my yeah. big. You know, my shrink said, honey, you, you, do you want to get through life not crying all day and having a breakdown and losing your shit and having, you've got to get on meds. You know, I've got to get you on meds to retreat you. So I got on the meds and then she broke up with, you know, I'm like, I got on the meds. You treated me, you break up. So I'm at the brain spotting. I go, I went, I, what did I go? Four sessions. The first three sessions were an hour and 45 minutes. And I'm talking all that crazy shit. And I'm having imaging in my head. Very fucking crazy. I mean, and I, I could maybe, I didn't even really journal after it because I was, and she said, you know, one lady went home after her session and slept 18 hours, but she's like, she was an insomniac. She didn't sleep for 18 years. You know, she said, I'm going to cure you of all these things. You know, when I went in to see her, I had 18 physical ailments and mental ailments. When I was done with her, I probably had about eight. You know, I had a migraine last week. Like I told you guys, I thought she said she was going to cure me. I was going to. Right. So fuck you, lady. You know, I'm still fucked up. Where do I, and like I told you, Deb, where do I go now? Where the fuck do I go now? You bitches. You said you me. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just laughing at your, your deliverance. It's just, you know, it's and, unbelievable. It's, you know, but, and don't say one more session. This will make me laugh because I shouldn't be laughing, but it's yeah. true. Like you have faith in, uh, look, I, they say you design your own way. Well, you have, you've done a lot. You oh, have I done mean, so many ways. I have, approach this. I have that's taken, what makes you so colorful like tell me more about all the different ways and oh, I mean, let me, let me give you i have a list of the shit i've done i've read oh. 26, i've <laughs> okay. done 26 books i've done three no. trauma yoga courses um that was actually a physical course you do that's uh four sessions during the month one hour each so i guess i've done 12 hours of physical trauma yoga i've done 20 hours of brain spotting. I've done, I don't fucking know about the psychotherapy. I haven't really tracked that. Um, I've meditated probably uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of minutes. Um, I'm not keeping track of the masturbation or sex, but I'll tell you what, it's high. (laughs) Um, Well, and honestly, that's what got me through in the beginning. Porn. I I I I need to talk about like cross addiction, but it was porn, walking, marijuana, music, and then I started connecting later on, um, you know, and, and, and I was like, you know, I don't, I mean, I'm not really doing the porn much anymore, you know, um, walking, I'm not doing shit of, um, I'm still meditating. You know, when she made me, when I was doing the brain spotting, she made me stop meditating. She said, no more yoga, no more meditation, you know, cause the shit comes up when you get in there and start messing around with your brain, you're bubbling shit up, you know? And that's what, like we were saying, when you have trauma and, and like you guys always say, you can't sit in it. Because when you sit in it, you're fucked. That's why we've got to get it out. And that's yoga. That's dancing our asses off in the kitchen. Maybe it's wild sex. Maybe it's masturbation. Maybe it's running, you know. But like we said the other day in our meeting, you know, you've got to hit on all spots. Like that, I mean, not to bring up the Spiegelman. Spiegelman. Um, <laughs> the Spiegelman. You know, you got to hit on all parts, you know. And if you would have told me I was still as into, I'm trying to keep it proper here still as intimately connected to my husband as I was when we were having coked soaked crazed wild sessions I would have told you you're an asshole 
But to actually say that we're actually, you know, he still drinks occasionally. He's been dry all January. Um, we've both been off the Coke for over a year. Um, he was still drinking. Um, he had a drink on New Year's. I didn't think he was going to. And when he did, I was, you know, I wasn't pissed. But remember, you used to leave the beer can in the, 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 the shower. And, and finally, my daughter said, Mom, you got to say something to him. You can't just run out of the thing and throw the beer can out of the shower and be like, Quick! you know, and like, OK. So I was like, hey, babe, you know, I'm trying to be sober. Could you not leave the empty, stinky ass? And, and it was like, he, if he was going to be a drunk, you know, be a drunk. Don't drink Budweiser. Don't drink Pabst Blue Ribbon. Fuck you. Like, that's an insult to me, you know? And it's just like, I would have probably had more pride. I'm not, I'm not sure you should be worrying about the category of beer being an insult right now. Just tell him to get it out. Yeah, well, and, out. And, and that's the You're thing. Hilarious. It was almost oh, like, you know, he was drinking that beer because he knew I wouldn't want it, you know? And, and then it was very much like in the beginning, he'd say, well, what? You want me to fucking quit everything now? <laughs> Yeah, well, know? and I'd be like, well, not yet, <laughs> not yet. But if you bring home another <laughs> fucking eight ball, it's on. You cannot bring cocaine into this fucking house. Uh, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, and no, so crystally. <laughs> yeah. And, and so then it's like, you know, it's it almost it, I don't know if it. he thought he was being nice by drinking beer that I didn't like, but it almost enraged me more. <laughs> You know, and so it's it's such a like Polly says it's a tit for tat, you know. And I think it, in our whole relationship, and we've been together 19 years now. Um, okay, yeah. So if you can imagine, um, we've always been a do what you want. Now, not like fuck other people, but like um <laughs> like, sorry, I mean not to be graphic, but you know, I mean, you do your drugs, I do my just, drugs, you back me up, you know. If I fall out, you fucking carry me out of the venue. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, yeah. If I'm running from the fucking cops, you better pick okay. up up you know um if i'm dead and we used to laugh and say well if i'm fucking dead throw me out on the curb because i don't want to pay the ambulance bill i mean <laughs> right like you know the ambulance they're just gonna fuck you up and take you to the er put you full of shit and give you a bill like fuck that oh my lord oh, I mean, and this, is, this is the mentality you know and these are like jokes you know yeah. and you know it's and now it's like i'm disgusted by it and so you know, now my identity has shifted. Like I was always political, you know, and so I, I didn't know my platform, you know, like what's my platform, you know, like I love these causes and I'll give you my money, but I don't really want to go and like do. Um, but now I'm like, what, what is it D? And so now being sober or being a non-drinker and non-hard drug user to qualify who I am, um, that's my identity. So all those little identities before that I thought was me, you know, and that I don't really know who they are. You know, like we look back at our little, like you said, mm. look back at our little selves. Mm. You know, and it's kind of like now those little little ones made me my identity, and the whole time that I've been my whole life, kind of denying and lying and fabricating who I was to people. Job, you know, I've had tons of DUIs. I've been in jail. I've been, you know, I've I've been, and I had to lie to people to get my positions in life. You know, because and so I've always been denying that person. But really, what if you embrace who that person was? You know, like like sure. when um, my path makes my or my past makes my path or whatever it is. So what if you actually said, hey, you know, all those times I almost died um, for some reason didn't. And that's why I'm fucking here. And right. this, this is my identity now. And if you don't like it, you can suck it. And you know what? She seems like a really, I was going to say, she seems like a very interesting lady and she's still here. I want to get to know. Her. Well, and I think that's what you should be asking yourself. Well, and 
you know, maybe like, like we say to the kids, you know, like you and I talked about, you know, if my daughter ever told me she was a dumbass bitch, uh, fat ass hoe, what, or whatever, what would I say to her? I check her ass so quick, D, you know? Um, but the thing, right, 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 right. Yeah. The thing, and like you said, try do speak to yourself like you would a best friend. Um, Yay, that's better. Good advice. Yeah. I mean, in theory, in theory. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, yeah, yeah. No, and I know, and it's not, look, <clears throat> not easy to do. It's not easy. And you have to remember and pick yourself up on it because it's breaking another habit. Right. Mm-hmm. And like we say, you know, what were we before? Mm-hmm. You give yourself 40,000 negative messages a day. What if you gave yourself just half of those? Right. Just half of them. I'm I not do. asking you to be nice to yourself all day, but what if you just switched a couple <laughs> of them out? You know, and like I was thinking too, like I've always been a quitter. You know, when I'm fucking done, I ghost. Like I'm, I'm over you, I ghost. You know, fuck you, this, you fuck me, I'm over. Uh, you. you know, and so what if we changed it to like quitting isn't bad? Like quitting helped me get here alive. You know, um, quitting all the substances and and embracing my true self and my identity is okay. You know, and maybe I don't have to be all the label that I've ever been. Right. You and know, labels. Or, forget labels. Forget labels. You know what I mean? Like, just be. Like, just yeah. do it your way. And I think that's what we hopefully are teaching the kids now because they are just like no labels. Right. And some are we're seeing even younger come on to and you've seen at the Zooms, which is great. Yeah. And I mean, and like we said, like um, the other day, you know, I've got people that are here that if I if I slip, it destroys everything, you know, so I'm blessed and I have gratitude for that, you know, and some people don't have people that actually give a shit. Um, and I can say that I, I have probably four other than my IAS family in my real life. I have four people who give a shit. And I feel like that's kind of what this IAS family is that even when they gave a shit, I didn't yeah. believe it, but the IAS people, when they give a shit, I believe them. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because they know the real me. You know, and not that my family doesn't know the real me, but they don't know some of my deepest. True. You know, and so that's what the family does. That's what fine. You know, like you said to me a hundred times. You know, it's not about the Dana show. You know, it's not about going in there and doing the Dana show. It's about having. (laughs) Well, no, I mean not like you know, but you know, it's you have the room to hold space, and like Coach said, you have the room to hold space, Mm -hmm. and. You just have to get somebody to the room and, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll openly speak about my trauma, but I also read that book, um, lifting heavy things. And she doesn't speak, um, Lisa called I believe she doesn't speak about her trauma she's never spoken about it except maybe to her best friend. And she doesn't do that because she doesn't want to be defined by her trauma, hmm. but at the same extent, and I don't know where I'm at on that. Um, like I said, I'm never going to have the answers that I need. Um, and I am, I remember telling this little light that, uh, I'd rather believe, and you're going to think this is fucking crazy, but I'd rather believe that the memories and the things I know happened to me happened in a different life than to believe it happened now. And I don't remember. Mm. And it's one of those things that I think, I know somebody said, you know, there's not always trauma before alcohol, but alcohol always brings trauma. And I can't, I might've been a chef. Whoever it is, um, you know, it's one of those things, but you know, a lot of my life I attributed to all the horrible pain to drugs and alcohol, yep. Yep. but you know what? A lot of it happened beforehand and I want to be like East guy. She just goes, hmm, I don't, I don't think about it. I'm over it. 
Like, what? How the fuck are you over it, babe? She goes, I just don't want to dwell on it. But she's much more. You know what? Right. And and there is if there are some people like that, and God bless them, you know, some of us aren't. I'm I'm at that point now. It's okay. You can put them into compartments, doesn't mean it doesn't right. go away, but it lives right. down. Well, and, and, and once think, you do that, you'll feel better. You will. And I think, you know, for me, it's a lot of this shit I never addressed, you know, a lot of the shit that's happened in my life. I, and you know, this might be the Irish Catholic thing or the, the well, Scottish Protestant that you just go, yeah. it's not a big deal. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, we had a house fire and people were like, that's fucking whack. You almost died in a house fire. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, shit, we got out life, you know? And it's like, oh, what, you know, um, you had an OD and you lived through it. Like, oh, well, Hey, you know, throw me on the curb, you know? And so it's, it's very strange, um, this whole thing, but I can tell you where I was this time last year. Um, I was ready for death. Um, I was welcoming the Reaper, um, on the regular. I mean, I love death. I love to talk about it as much as I love to talk about sobriety. Um, but I don't want to embrace it. I don't want to make it a reality. Um, and that's, I've been, um, we've been, Alex DeGreat and I have been reading books. He's, he's turned me on to Russian novels. Go figure. Um, yeah, and, so I thought you had a thing going with novels there. I didn't yeah, know was, and so, I mean, going on. Yeah. one of the lines is, um, you know, about avoiding, you know, and, and do you step, like you said, do you step in it and go right through it? Um, and that's what dealing with trauma is. You got to get that shit out. So if that's talking, yoga, dancing your ass off, you know, singing in, or like showers. I, one lady told me the other day, hey, did you know showering is a great form of therapy? Mm-hmm. You know, tribes have wash. done it. For, yeah, tribes have done it. After they go out and have a kill, they all wash and they, you know. Wash away, wash away your day and start again. Yeah, you know, and so, mm-hmm. you know, I think there are so many different ways to try to get through and, um, but also knowing that it's not easy on the other side. I mean, if you, if, and it's, it's a point of saying, Hey, I don't want to heal. I don't fucking care. And that's for me. I know that I can kill everything this moment. If I go take a sip, everything yeah. I have done in the past year will go away. I'll lose mm-hmm. it all. Everything. Mm. But that's you know? a healthy fear. I reckon I've got, you know, you don't want to go back to, to the day before you decided and the two day, you know, the two weeks, sorry, two weeks after it, you know, it's, it's a good, it's good to have a healthy fear. Because who knows how many resets we've got left in us? None, because I know um, I know what would happen. I'd get a bad batch and I'd fucking die, you know, because I've had mm. too many fucking chances, too many fucking chances. And I don't, I mean, I don't really want to find out if I have. No, that's left. it. That's more to the point. Yeah. And my daughter would find my dead body. You know, I mean, not to be graphic, but like that's how intense we no. have to get it. And that's your motivation, and you know that, and that's terrific now because you're very, you know, well, she comes in and gives mum a big hug, you know, when she comes home from school and stuff. And she's, we know what happens today. We know that, you know, they are at an age where they get it, they get it, they, oh, they get some know, of it. And she reminds yeah. me and she says, you know, mama, I'm glad you're not mean anymore. You know, and I never, and I'm thinking, I never laid a fucking hand on you. I never, you know, I, but I was hardcore, you know, I'm hardcore. So, um, and then, you know, I made her party with me at night yeah. and she said, mom, remember how cool it was when we'd have our dance parties and shit. And I'm going, I'm my fucking father. Mm. You're doing it. You are keeping this cycle going. We have got, and that's what I said to my hub. I said, I would like to have an alcohol free house. That's mm. my fucking goal here. What about the other shit? Well, I'm not there yet. You know, I'd like to have a completely straight edge house. 
I'm not there yet. Um, I hope someday I will be. I know that Saddle Tramp and A-Rod will be my sponsors if I ever go down the non-marijuana train. Um, but again, that's part of my identity too. You know, so that's like a lot of people are like, of course you can quit alcohol if you're in, and Coke and all the other shit if you're still smoking weed, you know. But I can tell you what, I never want to kill myself. I never want to kill anybody else. I don't want to leave my family. I don't want to abuse my husband. You know, um, I don't want to try to hook up with randos or, you know, text like friends of my husband's, you know I mean? The fuck that shit, dude. You know, um, I don't want to go there again. Um, and so for me, like you said, I, I'm, I'm doing recovery my way. I don't think a lot of people like it. Um, I think yeah. I, you know, I think I'd probably fit in better with the NA crew. It's probably more my people. You know, like I said, these are, you know, that like we talked about, oh, I was hiding in the closet drinking wine. My husband never knew, you know, and remember I was real judgy, like you're drinking a bottle of wine in the closet. Who gives a fuck lady? Like, you know, but she's, but you know, I'm like, you were, was, yeah, I don't know. You know it was, yeah. it's that, yeah. that paradigm, you know, like, are right. you fucked up as I am? You know, how much more pain have you had? You know, like the Spiegelman, you know, like that's why I bonded with Drifter. Cause I knew that fucker had seen some shit and I could bond with him about it. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've lived that life. I know you, bro. But, you know, hiding in the closet with wine? No, honey. My husband was buying my wine. He was bringing whatever I needed home. He was being the king to me. And, you know, in a sense, right? I mean, maybe not. You know, maybe because I I mean, I'm 40 fucking five. How the fuck am I going to get shit? I mean, and I'm not going to go buy alcohol. Like, leave the house to buy alcohol? Fuck that. And, you know, frankly, they didn't have um, alcohol mm. delivery back in the day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I could, and I said, you know, I said to you guys before, I mean, if I want to get fucked up tonight, I'm sure he'd let me. When I was in Dillon with my family, I said, we could dip off right now and go to the Tiki Bar. And they've got a drink called the Suicide, no fucking shit. And they've got 16 different alcohols in it. I said, we could go get suicides right now. Nobody would fucking know. Would you let me? He said, whatever makes you happy. And I said, is my death worth enough to make me happy? Because I don't know, you know, what the fuck makes me happy anymore, bro. You know, and I think he was, I mean, I, I, you know, I've done the bait and switch, baby. You know, I sold him a bag of goods. That is not what he ended up with. You know, and I know we change, we, you know, we have growth mindset and all, but you know, he signed up for the party girl who didn't give a fuck, you know, and now she's giving a major fuck and it's awkward. It's weird. It's awkward. But I think we're actually coming better than we were before in theory uh, today. You know, so I guess in, in the, the biggest message of it all is if I feel like if I can get my fucking mind right, I'll be fine. But maybe that's all humans. You know, maybe we're all fucked in the head. We don't know who we are. We don't know what we want. You know, um, we've been together 18 years. I thought for a while we both needed boyfriends and girlfriends and, you know, spice up life. You know, maybe have like sister wives and, you know, you know, make things more complicated. Right. Because that's what we're used to dealing with the ups and downs of the fuckness. And now we've got to just be boom here. Solid. Get some balance. Yeah. Whew. Mm-hmm. You feeling lighter? <laughs> I'm feeling better. And, you know, I don't think you I need really- some. You need some water, darling, to get that those vocal cords keeping going. Water break. And yes, and I said, as I said, colors, you've got lovely colors on today. Look at you. Um, mm-hmm. These are my pajamas that I got for Christmas. Well, the- <laughs> 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 that's, see, that's the thing about podcasts, as you said, just be comfortable and, and go yeah. on. 
but yeah, no, and you're right. The thing is, we don't know emotionally, and this is what I was, I put this down as a topic actually today, that uncovering emotions. There's no booklet when they what chapter they're going to come with, what month. Oh, you, you are going to uncover all your emotions six months. No, you're not. You're going to do it every day all over the place, upside down. And then I did get calm, though, after that eight and a half months. Did you? I'm way more chill. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm still crazy as fuck, but, you know, um, I don't really get angry. I don't really get like, I used to be really uh, quick fuse. Pop. You know, like, God damn it. What the fuck? Get the fuck. Like, you know, very, whoa. Um, but now I'm just like, hmm, whatever. You know, um, it's, I think I'm calmer. The anxiety has gone. Yeah, it's good. Uh, But like they say, you know, excitement and anxiety is the same. So I'll get really, you know me, I get really excited and and I'm just excited. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Holy fuck. Like, no, no, that's anxiety and you're lying. You know what I mean? Like, calm the fuck down. And remember that one dude's like, I've never been to a Zoom before. And we're like, I'm sorry, she's hilarious. Okay. I'm sorry. You just make me laugh. Yeah, oh, you know, God. But, and I am, and, but that's the thing. But, um, I've never, that, I don't, I I don't guess, know. <laughs> come on, just, you You're, talk. I mean, I'm just laughing. Oh, oh, this is what we do. This is what we do. We just go crazy. Well, and, and I, I mean, go on. <laughs> just, go on. I'm going to shut up. Go on. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know. Um, but just like I can be that excitable and that fucking just vibrating so high. And I think that's why I annoy the fuck out of my parents because they don't vibrate <laughs> high. And like, as you can, like, I remember my pops like would just slap my ass cause I'd be bouncing all around, you know? Um, and, uh, I think I told you that story. I was pretty young. I don't really know how old I was. Um, but my mom was working, the night shift at the hospital and he had the boys over for a poker game and I had like a little baby doll on for, for anybody who doesn't know what that is. It's like a 90. It's like, you know how 90s back in the day, they call them baby dolls. I don't know. And um, I was jumping. He would have, uh, he would have me make drinks for his friends. And I remember thinking I was really fucking cool, but I'm sure I was like, my mom stopped working nights when I think I was in kindergarten. So this had to have been before then. Um, and so I was jumping around making the drinks and I thought I was pretty cool. Like, look at me, I'm fitting in. I'm fitting in, right? The identity. Look at me, I'm part of the crew. And my dad got so pissed and he fucking turned and spanked the fuck out of my ass. And he, uh, at his biggest and baddest, he's probably six, four, maybe 400 pounds, big motherfucker. I mean, he could pick a, a engine, an engine block up and put it in a truck. He could lift a keg, you know, he's like one of those strong man motherfuckers. And I remember being so embarrassed and I went into the, the bathroom and I pulled my little nightie up and I had a big ass handprint on my ass. And, you know, I remembered that and I was kind of like, oh, that's pretty fucked up. And I remember telling my shrink about it. And she goes, Dana, that's not a safe environment. That's not okay. And I said, well, I just thought it was weird. I didn't have any panties on. And, and she goes, yeah. And, uh, and I had the big thing on my ass. And, and I remember thinking I would never in a million fucking years do that to my bug. You know, and a lot of these things come up and you go, holy fuck, that happened. And I didn't think it was anything, you know, and that's like pretty much like one of the like, like mellow stories that I remember, you know, and like we said, I'm having a lot, a lot of trouble with forgiveness, um, acceptance, um, not having answers or in, in the same as aspect, having to trust that I'm the only one that has, you 
you know, and that maybe I can't be fixed because we're never broken and we are the best as we are now. And I, and I understand all these enlightening things, but like I was saying to Alex the Great the other day, you know, when you look at the, you know, the black hole spinning in the abyss, you know, uh, what is Sarah Blondin said, you know, you got to be creative with it. Turn that black hole into whatever you want. Mm. Make it beautiful. You know, look down the as the world starts to crack beneath your feet. Look down into the crevice and don't fall into the crevice. Sit down, feel the cool air of change coming up from the crevice. And as you feel the warm breeze on your face and with your breath, you'll actually look down to the crevice and you'll see a little path. And you'll be able to get down the crevice and you'll see down below, you know, there's the beautiful stream, there's animals and your salvation, you know? And so kind of changing that, like we say, that thought, if you don't get hooked on that fucked up thought, you can get out. But if you get into that trance of unworthiness or, oh, you fucking, you know, all that negative, if you start spinning that or get locked in, what, 90 seconds, you got 90 seconds to get your ass out of that thought. And if you don't, you're fucked because then it becomes your personality. Then you become that asshole who's always complaining. It's always about me. It's all their issues. And I mean, have they called and checked on you all fucking week? No. King and Drifter call and check on me, you know? Um, and like, I don't need to be checked on every day. Um, but then there's some days I don't want to be checked on. I want you to leave me the fuck alone. Right. Exactly. I know. And that's the thing. That's- and it's a hard, it's a hard balance when you're in a group of people who finally understand you, you want to help each other. You, you are not shrinks. You know, some of us yeah, are, no. you know, um, <laughs> but you can't, how do we save each other if we can't save ourselves? Right. Exactly. Right. That's what's caring for you in 2022. And you have to care about yourselves. You know, I mean, it's important. It's important. And look, it's it's an, a little long time to work this out, right? I mean, we have. We, we've been hitting it hard for how long? You know, like they say, with a breakup, you need at least half the time you've been together to get over them. So if I've been dating these two bitches for since I was, let's say, let's say 15. Okay. Let's say 15 because like that. You know, maybe I sip some drinks, but I don't think I was an alcoholic at five, at five. I mean, I was I was going fucking crazy 15. So if I'm 45, that's 30. If I've been hitting it for 30 years, like a real motherfucker, that means I need 15 years to get my shit straight. If you go by the rule of breakups, that's a long ass time. Well, so how long am I? 20. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, in theory, if you're real healthy and you can get over a breakup, I mean, and I don't know, again, I'm not, a, I'm not a relationship, but I mean, it's like, what they say, you know, you know, you have a problem if it's a problem for other people, but then it's a problem when you hide it or protect it, you know, and that's like, you know, not using the family credit card when you want to buy shit and maybe using the secret credit card, you know, you're still fucking doing it. It's still there. You're going to have to pay that. that, Right. I mean, or, um, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to buy a porn movie, but I will go onto Twitter and go check out some free porn. You know what I mean? And so oh, it's, like, it's these these sneaky little ways, you know, that you get into to um, hide and protect your addiction. You know, um, I mean, just anything, you know, like we, we talk a lot about it doesn't have to be a substance, you know, or like Drifter likes to talk about, like, you know, there's the gambling, there's, there's a lot of different addictions that don't involve mm. substance, you know, uh, right. the validation on social media, you know, I, I don't do all the, like the other social media because I have mental problems and like, I'm a stalker and shit. And like, I, I can't handle people's opinions of me, you know, like if I was Kim Kardashian and people had to comment on me all day, 
There's no fucking way, dude. So um, I'm more of like a stalker like that. Like I won't have social media, but you better believe I'm up on people's pages. You know what I mean? So it's all these little sneaky, shitty ways to protect your addictions, you know, um, or, you know, oh, what you, you, uh, you'll do dabs and smoke weed and call my husband. I told you that he yelled at me the other day and he said, you're not fucking sober. I said, excuse me. He goes, you take dabs all day. You'll smoke, bud. You'll smoke a joint. What? I said, well, here, I'm fucking, well, I'm going to show you Google motherfucker. <laughs> well, you know what? This is, this, I, I'm not, I'm just sure you didn't make me laugh. But no, well, no, and so, laugh. I mean, so technically so, sober okay, is, is no, no alcohol, not intoxicated. So, no. you know, I'm going like, fuck you, buddy. I've been killing myself for the last year and mm. I'm not sober, mm. you know, and um, so it's, it's those little things that, and so now he says, well, is this like your whole identity? I said, I think so. That's how I'm going to well, be. It's up for his interpretation. It's whatever's working for you. If getting just staying off alcohol is primary, you know what I mean? That's oh, as I said, you you've got you learn to listen. You learn to care. I'll less learn to what listen. Think. No, I will never. No, learn no, no. You learn to care less what others think. You'll just get on with what works for you. I hope so. Um, I We're mean, changing I all the time. We're changing all the time. The, yeah. And I don't know how to do that. You know, I don't know how to forgive. I don't know how to not care what people think. And I think that's the paradox again, because there's a part of me that's like, fuck you guys. It's still reactive. Yeah. 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 And then there's the other part. You'll get more progress. You will. You'll settle. Come on, Bill. You will. Well, how much do I owe you for the session? Nothing. But (laughs) just go on with that. You said there's so much. What? I mean, I I think think you've, you've come a long way. You have. I think I have, I think I've changed a lot. Like, even like you said, like my face and my voice and my spirit, like if you, uh, we were laughing um, when we were up in Dylan, cause I used to be a, like my family's power boaters and I'm a hardcore motherfucker, you know, I'm a, I'm a shaman and I'm a power boater and I do creative writing and I'm fucking just, you know, changing the world, guerrilla theater and let's protest, you know? And they're like, Jesus, calm the fuck down. And so then, um, a bit sure this one, a bit sure. Yeah, and so then uh, we saw like a sailboat and we're like, Oh, we should get it. We should go on a sailboat trip, like go down to the coast and go on a sailboat. And I'm like, and then I could read some poetry. It'd be really nice for meditating. And everybody's like, like, shit, I'm a poet, poet writing, sailboating meditator now. Like what the fuck? But I think that's really it. Like you honestly, not you, but like the world people, if they want to get healthy or try to battle their demons or mental health or addictions or whatever it may be, they have to throw the fucking kitchen sink at it. You know, knowing you don't owe, like we talk about, you don't owe your time to people who treat you like shit. You don't owe explanations for mental health. Um, I really don't owe anybody an explanation for how I am the way I am. You know, I've got degrees on my wall. I've got fat bank accounts. Do I really give a fuck? You know, like Lizzo says, call me fat all you want, honey. Check out my bank account, you know, but the reality is- Yeah. You know, um, the reality is that I'm still not okay. And I want to know why. And I know that the farther I get out from from drinking and drug use, I'll be better. And even like my shrink said, she goes, I want to retest you in like a year because I don't know if you're really the same person you were because you took all these tests 
you know, like the tests for like bipolar and PTSD and like anxiety and uh, unipolar, all the uh, multiple personalities, you know, it's questions like, have you ever been kicked out of an establishment? Have you ever said something wrong, you know, something to hurt somebody and shit like that? Like, no shit, dude. Like I've been a fucking hardcore addict for 25 30 years, you know? Um, yeah, I've said a lot of fucked up things. Sorry, I've got PTSD, you know? Um, so I think, what the fuck's my point? I don't know. Um, the point is going forward this year is releasing identities, um, not getting tied into who we were or what happened to me or why they did what they did or who could have prevented that. Um, it's just going forward mm. and protecting my daughter and doing the right thing. And that's got to be keeping the shit out of the house. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? You can break the loop, right? You're breaking yes. the loop on a lot of things. For I her. think so. And I think, you know, the world we are today, things have changed a lot from when we came up. Nobody talked about mental health. Nobody talked about postpartum, you know, um, and, and I also was thinking today, you know how they use anchors? Like, remember a time you got through a bad thing and now you're better, you know? What if you remembered a time something great happened and you use that yeah. as your anchor, you right. know? And like we say, you know, kind of flipping the script on the negativity, you know, yeah. um, instead of saying all of this stuff fucked me up so bad, here I am. All of this stuff fucked me up and I'm blessed to be here so I can possibly help someone, you know, yeah. and- and it doesn't have to be, you know, like we said, the little roadmap of, you know, the little push pins of like, oh, this is the sexual assault. This is the mental this. This is the when I went to the prison. This is, you know, and it doesn't have to be like, duh, 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 duh. you know, um, those are all kind of in a big bag of shit you're going to throw on the neighbor's porch. No, no, not the neighbor's porch, but you, you know what I mean. But I'm coming up with something. <laughs> Fuck the neighbor. She shouldn't have been watching. No. Um, Oh, you're so funny, God. The, your delivery is hilarious. But, you know, like you said, that's past now. And you can change your thought. That's what Rewired is all about, right? Right. You can change any thought you want. It took us how long to get here? We believed alcohol was great for us. Well, and I really think that's the thing. Um, that's why I love, like, that we always talk about, yeah, the Anna Lemkes and, you know, the Spiegelman that – I like the idea that you don't have to be tied to that past, that right. you don't have you don't. to be, you know, a sexual assault survivor or, you know, you know, an addict or a, a junkie or, you know, whatever, all this shit that we've been poured on. Yeah. And defined. You know, when you go and get diagnosed with mental health problems, you know, you're fucking that for life you know, or you think you are, you know, or will I ever get better? Or, you know, what's going to happen to me? Or, you know, they always told me I was this, you know, I was always fat and dumb and stupid and I never amount to anything. Well, guess what? I'm confirming that now, you know, and like we said, I think that's what alcohol and, and drugs really do for you. They kind of confirm to you what a piece of shit you are, you know, like I want to, I want to be, I want to convince myself and invalidate. I am such a piece of shit. Mm. that I'm going to do these substances and surround mm. myself with people who make me feel like shit. And that's like that cycle. Right. So I feel like shit. I'm going to do things to make, to convince myself I'm shit. I'm going to be around people who shit on me. And then again, the bag of shit. So um, let's just flush it. Let's mm. just flush the bag of mm. shit. We're not going to throw it at anybody. It's a new year. How about that? Yeah. No, that was very, very, very well. Said. Absolutely. See, and you've got us look at that. Maybe you don't need all these other things you've got around and done everything and just take little bits from all of it. 
a new yeah, have a perfectly I, designed program. But you know, we keep learning, like you said. You know, we keep learning, I think and so. things change. Things that we expect to be sometimes are not. As I said, I'm going for the two year pause thing. I've said that. Take me two years to you know unwind. What? This this has been, I mean, this the last couple of weeks has been fucking brutal. Um, so I think maybe it's that last push. You know, this is a push because this is always when it re, you know, you relapse for me. Um, so I've got to get through two humps to, you know, these final couple humps to get over my year. Cause I've been sober a year before. Um, you know, and so, so I, what's what's your last one you're trying to bake then? I'd like to go a year. I'd like to go a year because after I had bubs, I breastfed her for a while. So I would say I probably was clean for, I'd say 12 or 13 months more. Wow. Um, wow. And yeah, I wasn't even smoking weed then. I wasn't even smoking weed at all. So I was probably more, but I was way, way fucked up in the head then. Um, and then, you know, then after her, I had two miscarriages that fucked me up way bad. Um, you know, I mean, we just, and, and that's one of those things that, and my, you know, like my husband, my hubby and my daughter always say, you just gotta have, you just have to be happy. You have to decide to be happy. Um, I yeah. don't necessarily subscribe to that. I think there's a lot more factors at play than to just decide you're happy. Cause that's kind of like the pull yourself up by the bootstraps that I grew up with. And it was like, fuck you. You know, you just motherfucked the whole family and almost killed mom. This isn't a pull yourself up by the bootstraps. I want some answer, you know? Um, so I think it's one of those strange things as we go through life that we weren't really ever taught that it was okay to change you know you grow up you go to college you stay in that fucking job for 25 years you hopefully you stay right. with that husband you have the kids and fuck life yeah. you know but now it's just all changing so yeah. i think we're actually embracing it and maybe it's a good time that we're you know the revolution going forward yeah well look what we've got left it's taken us this long to get here right and then they say don't make any major changes in the first year so forth so forth but now i'm looking for yeah, like other things now, like just year two is going to be different. Yeah, and balance I, is one of them. I don't know. Yeah, it's got it's got to be. Um, I, I really don't even remember what the hell happened last year. I mean, and and I don't know. I was looking through my pictures. I'm like, I did yeah. a lot of walks. I mean, I have a lot of outdoor shots, a lot of walks. Um, I've got a lot of Twitter hours. Um, I mean, um, but I don't know. You know, I don't really know. I, and, and I think I told you guys that I was in an interview and uh, it was a gal from my daughter's school. And she said, oh, I need an accounting. I'm not an accountant. So she's like, I need an accounting assistant. So I was like, all right. She's like, it'll be real easy. You come in like nine to two, you know, it's, you just do shit, like whatever. I'm like, okay. And she's like, I, I don't know if I can afford you, but we'll try. I said, okay. So I go in and I'm, I'm like, I'm going to be totally transparent. And then she's like, well, what do you want out of life? And I was like, I don't know. I just don't know. And she's like, <laughs> All right. I want you to go home and think about what you want out of life and think about what your family needs. And like, she just kind of ripped me apart. And I was like, okay. And she's, I was like, she's like, I'm not sure this is right for you. And I said, I think you're right. I just stood up, <laughs> shook her hand, walked out. And then I was telling uh, T-Block on the meeting, I said, because she's in HR. And I said, shit, she told me to go home and figure out my life. And she goes, I'm in HR. I wouldn't even tell anybody that. And I was like, well, I, up. <laughs> um, I was like, well, I was like, what the fuck did you oh have me come God. in? Oh, my God. I'm just going to say, okay, well. Like, I'm like, you mm. had me come in. You know, I felt like I went mm. to my parents' house for dinner. Like, why the fuck did mm. you invite me here to go off on oh, Like, I God. don't need this shit. Yeah. So it was like, well, I'm not going to go home and ask my family because they want me to be their beck and call woman, and I can't have a life. So page two. Page <laughs> two. 
Well, yeah, and look, and it's gonna. It will take time, but we've got to look ahead. It's now twenty twenty two. You know, this year's gonna. It's gonna be good, and we can choose to be the best that we can be. I sure, we'll have up and down days. We can have some of those too, but you've got to still stay connected. I think I still think that's the key. And I think um, once once you start to drop off that, that's the red alert. That's the red alert. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Mm. But that's the thing. I mean, how do you? It's like the like with the prelapse. You know, how do you? St- I mean, when somebody's planning their fall, they're not going to tell anybody because we haven't been telling anybody shit for this whole time. We've been hiding and isolating, right. and lying and protecting, and you know all the weird shit. So. To reach out and go, uh, I'm really fucked up right now. I need help. Mm. You know, that's how do you get people to do it? No, you're right. You can't if they've decided they don't want it. We know that. Yeah. You it's know, the same as it's up to like us. We were know. saying like in your little groups, if everybody could just mm. in the morning send like a little emoji, like, how are you today? And I read a thing about uh, Bella Hadid. She's like super famous model. Oh, I know who she is. Yeah, and uh, she's yeah, had yeah. mental health struggles. And so um, she said when she was really bleak, her family would call and like be like, how are you? And like, what's going on? And so she's like, and then they, she wouldn't answer, of course, because you're fucked up in the head. And then they text and then you're like, but you're just so weak, you know, and you can't even text. You're so bleak. And she mm. goes, so what she started doing is she'd take pictures of herself, like weeping and send them over. This is how I'm doing today. You know, and I said, well, I don't really want to do that because Jesus, man. But like maybe like an emoji where you could just send to your friend and say, like, I'm feeling this today. And, you know, like if it's a happy, they're cool. But if they're a fucked up emoji, you need to check in, you know, because that's the thing. I'm not going to I don't know when I need you to check in, you know, like if I'm real fucked up and I'm going dark. How do you you know, you don't we don't reach out. Right. None of us. That's right. why we're here, because we don't ask for fucking help. Right. You know, um, and That's so how strong. do you how do you get people to feel like they're worthy enough to 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 get love? And that's what I was saying yesterday. I said, you know, the way the way you feel better is to give and receive love. But when you're mm. fucked up in the head, you can't do that. You know, it, it's really hard to do that. And like I went to my um, my nephew's hockey game. And I've been, you know, I avoid everybody. That's my technique <laughs> to deal with shit. Um, I avoid. So didn't go to Christmas, didn't do all these things. Um, it's my nephew's hockey tournament. And I said, you know, I'll probably go this afternoon. And they go, what? You know, I can't, we can't believe you're going to go. So that's now the new game. I'm like, you didn't think I was going to come? Well, isn't this weird? So I've been the psycho bitch who hasn't come to any event for the last whatever. And so I said, I'm going to go. And my parents are going to be there. It's going to be awkward. My brother's going to be there. The wife won't be, you know, the, his wife, his, the mom won't be there. She doesn't go to the events. And uh, so I was so freaked out about going and it ended up being the best thing, the best thing. Right. And I think that's about all things in life. All the mm. shit you do in your head about how things yeah. are going to be, they never are. It tells you, do not prejudge. That's right. And it, he was so touched. We were there. Um, it was awesome. We screamed our asses off. Um, he was touched, you know, and, and I said, you know, I said, they just probably want me there. So, you know, and, and I'm thinking of all these, they want me there so they can talk shit and they want me there so they can have somebody, you know, and um, my hubby says, you know, they probably just want you there because they love you. Right. And he goes, I don't think there's really an ulterior motive to this deal, you know? And he goes that he goes, you know, right now he goes, I'm going to be anywhere I need to be because his little heart's at stake. Fuck the rest. And I was like, damn, bro. I was like, you know, that's right. Because it, it isn't the Dana show or the peanut show, I should say. Hey, oh. um, you know, this is, it's, it's about more than me now. Um, and that's why for me doing this today was cathartic because I never thought 
my story was good enough to share, um, let alone anybody want to hear it um, or I'd ever have the nads to do it. You know, um, I feel like we haven't even touched the surface. I just know that. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> and, we might and, need to do a trauma level. Uh, a we might need to. We might need to go to um, step two, level two on the next one. There could be a few levels. I'm not sure. We'll have I to think so. Doing. We might just have to make it a weekly uh, therapy session <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> hey, we can do that too because it. You know, there's a. As I said, you can't just unfold it all. It's just the beginning. You know, when I and, think about how many years we spent pushing it and folding it down, you know, it's going to take time. It's as simple and, as that. You so. know, I was, I was thinking about us this morning in Zooms and how I, I, if, I, if I'm repeating myself, I swear I'm not drunk. Um, it's, the thing about Zooms and how fucking hard it is to get to the Zoom, you know, the sweating and the anxiety and then the, like, like the hypomania and then the up and the vulnerability and then the, oh my God. But, you know, I've been going to more and more recently. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I tell you what, it's getting better and better and better. You know, the and said, really cool too. Yeah. you know, we're walking through it. And by going to the Zooms, I said, right. every time we go to the Zoom, it's a breakthrough. I right. mean, I mean, I have a breakthrough. I mean, and, and maybe, you know, we're, tri- I mean, I was triggering people last week, but, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the poor guy. Um, but I think that's the thing to just, you know, every time you go, Someone's going to say something that touches you, that hits mm-hmm. you. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to bond with somebody, you know, um, you're going to maybe be triggered, maybe be pissed, um, you know, maybe weep. Uh, maybe, you know, a lot of times it's one of those things where they go, you know, I've never, ever told anybody that story before, mm-hmm. you know, well, it's, or it's all I, right more. Yep. Yeah. Or I tell you, like, I, I've never even told my shrink that, you know? Um, and so I think there's just such healing in connection. I, and I, I can't believe I'm saying this because I'm the queen of Island. I'm independent. I'm a hardcore motherfucker. They can bow down, you know, and all these fucked up things are ego things. But for me, and remember how resistant I was about everything. Karina, I kept blowing her off, blowing her off. I want you in a group. And then Polly, please just get in the group. And then Polly's like, by the way, it's your group now. And I was like, what? It's not my group. Polly, what the hell? And she's like, it's your group. And then, um, you know, look at you go. And now I want I'm like, oh shit, tonight Zoom, are we on a, the Zoom? And um and I like the idea that it doesn't have to be my show. I like the idea that we can hold space for people. Yeah. I like the idea that maybe one crazy fucking story might touch somebody. And you haven't even heard any of the good stories yet, baby. I haven't. That's what I was going to say to you. Um we I think what we should probably do is cut it. Yeah, say goodbye for now to our listeners because I think that we're going to have to do another part to all this. As I said, it's just like that's the foundation audience. She's given us a lot, <laughs> but there's still more to come. I just know it. So, um, is there anything you want to say? Disclaimer, I apologize. Uh, maybe we should put the disclaimer on the front. We forgot. I apologize if there's any triggering statements, things, but I'm always open and free to speak about anything. You are. Forewarned. And yes, no, and the fact that, you know, that's just, it's, it's authentic. That's just you. That's the way you talk. That's the way you are. It's your thoughts. And that's what I love. You speak from the heart. You really do. Mm-hmm. So, what we're going to do is we're going to just call that <laughs> peanuts, peanuts positive start to all this. And here we are now. That's where we're at, right? And so, we will say goodbye for now. Go and have a couple or something. And we are going to talk about when we can get the next part of this going and get it to you. So stay tuned. 
it will be love on you. its way soon. Love okay. You, love you.